yeah, East Bay Taser Suave clone. Like, da -da -da -da. I'm like, damn, like these niggas on my ass. I was like, bro, what? <laughs> they don't even know I fuck with, bro. Yeah. So then when he was like, yeah, bro, I'm gonna fuck with you. Like you say your academy, it was like a validation of like, all right, this bro, this gang, like uh -huh. the music he's making, like we fuck with it. It wasn't also like, this nigga's trying to copy me. We ain't fucking with him. She was like right. embracing the fact that I was trying to help out the style of music he was making type yeah. of shit. Like, Welcome back, everybody, to the Soul Serum Podcast. I am your, I shoot my shot like Eddie House host, Clay Bonin. <laughs> I am joined, I'm usually joined by my she wanna be heme co-host Tanner Mavis, but he is not with us this week. However, I am not solo on this podcast. I'm not alone. Not today. Today on the show, it's a whole lot of Ohio shit going on here. Our guest has recently been making noise in the underground, linking up with people you may have heard of, like PMB Rock, K Swab, Trippy Red. You may have heard his smooth melodies on his project Never Before, which is out everywhere now. Today on the show, we have East Bay Tay. Can we get a clap from the studio audience back there? Yeah. Thank you for coming on the show, Tay. How you bro, doing? I'm doing great, bro. Appreciate y'all niggas so much, bro. Y'all the goats, too. Man, you've been showing hella love while you've been out here back, back in Ohio. So You so know, man. Hyped to have you here. But before we get into the projects, the link-ups, everything... Let's go back to the beginning. Take take me back to Rubber City. Take, take me back to Akron, Ohio. To the, to the Akron days? Yeah. How was how was it growing up in, in North Ohio? Bro, honestly, like, it was cool. It was boring. Mm -hmm. And I was a basketball player. So, like, I really wasn't into shit but the gym. Yeah. And, like, my phone. Yeah, you like, said. That was it. I know you said you you had like the AAU dad, Bro, you know. So the standard. So you were pushed AAU from dad. like a, a young age to really be on the on the hoop pad. Mm -hmm. Hell yeah, that nigga used to be on my ass like every day, cause to be out after every game, he was crazy, breath. But that's my nigga though. Does that? Do you think that plays into like your your process and your work ethic now, as far as music goes? Yeah, low key. Just cause like. I was just raised on just going hard as fucking just hard work. Mm -hmm. You feel me? So like low key. But every time like I do find myself like on some not recording shit, like I haven't recorded in a long time. Like I do be feeling that like same vibe I felt it was like, damn, I haven't worked out in a long time. Or yeah. like I haven't ran. So like, yeah, low key, like I still be feeling that shit. It's that that burning feeling in the back of your mind when you're like, I know I could be working on something right now. Yeah. I know like, I could be getting better at something right now. My dad in the back of my head, why you ain't do your push-ups? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh God, no. Me, me and my friend Ian actually talked about that after Kobe died. Uh -huh. We both had like a phase of being like, why am I just sitting here doing nothing? Like Kobe wouldn't just be sitting here doing nothing. Oh, like God, Kobe, Kobe. Kobe would be putting up 500 jumpers or whatever in the gym right now man like, why am i not editing why am i not playing music da, da, da. um but what so so you were always in the gym so you didn't really get into the uh the antics in north ohio not we for real. heard some things about about north ohio just you know like anywhere like anywhere every place it depends what you hear well, I'm just, I mean, like when when we had zelly on mm -hmm. like when we were talking off mic i just heard Heard stories and heard things, you know, kicking doors. Oh, no, it's grimy out there. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Like, it's real grimy out there. I but think it's, like, underrated. Not a lot of people know that. Mm -mm. Like, Youngstown, 
Canton, Akron, like all that. It actually Slept gets. On, it can get like that out there. Yeah, now. yeah. Like a lot of people around the world, like would never even think that shit for real. Like until mm-hmm. you go there and you'd be like, bro, what the fuck? Yeah. But I lucky thought that when I came here too. Like I never really been to like Cincinnati, but it's pretty trenchy out here for sure. It's we got pockets. We got pockets, pockets for sure. Like, we got pockets. That's how that's how it is in like Akron and shit like that too. Like you'll catch the parts and shit where it's like hella trenchy, mm-hmm. and then you'll catch some big ass houses, some random place, and you yeah. be like, bro, what the fuck? But sunky like that everywhere. Yeah, it's not too sure. different than like every other city. Honestly, it's just small. Yeah, like yeah. hella small. Definitely. Well, let's uh, let's get let's talk about the music. So, when did making music start for you? I know we talked a little bit the other day. You said you've been making music for like two ish years. Yeah. At this point, what was that first push though that made you record something? Fucking. There was this nigga named YSM Flow, bro. Do you know who that is? Mm-mm. He's a fucking from Medina, Ohio. And he's like around my age and shit like that. But this nigga like got turned as fuck, got signed and got like rich as hell, like literally out of nowhere. And I was like, bro, like that nigga can rap. I feel like I can damn near rap. So I just like started trying it a little mm-hmm. bit. And I was like recording on my phone. You know what BandLab is? Yeah. Like yeah. I was recording on BandLab before the trend. Like nigga, there was no presets on there. Like I was Apple headphones skinny just recording. <laughs> he said and I thought my shit trend. was hard. BandLab's low key a bro, trend nigga, That's right like a now. part of the underground right. now, bro. Yeah, definitely. But back then, bro, it wasn't shit on there. Like it was nothing. <laughs> and my songs was cool. Like I felt like I was saying cool shit, but obviously I was recording off my Apple headphones, like the wired ones. So sound ass. I was like, bro. I'm about to go to the studio. Yeah. So I hit up his engineer and I pulled up to the studio in Cleveland by myself and just made a song. And I was like, damn, I'm finna just start doing this shit. Shit fun for real. <laughs> it's like that. It's for real. Really, I was like, bro, this shit fun. That's crazy. I, I think a lot of people have picked it up in the last couple of years. Like, obviously, with the pandemic, you know, people like get to think more about like, oh, maybe I could do this, maybe I could do that. But like a lot of people that we've talked to on the show recently have like started making music in the last couple of years yeah though. like it was random as fuck when i started rapping like damn near nobody took me serious just because mm-hmm. i was a basketball player and shit like that like yeah. the, like to make people actually take me serious took so fucking long bro right but it paid off though and shit people fuck with me now when i go back home and shit like yeah I'll yeah i'll be catching people listening to my shit i'll be smiling like damn niggas really listening to my shit it's crazy <laughs> i feel the same way when people tell me when they're like oh yeah i was at work listening to the podcast and i'm like oh shit that's you right me, like, people that listen crazy people bro. listen to podcasts like because i just enjoy doing it like i, I like doing it like i'm you just saying me? i'm sure you feel the same way about music yeah, like, like i enjoy you enjoy doing it anyway so. feel comfortable doing it like, yeah feel me like hell yeah i just enjoy that shit like so when people definitely like come up to me and like appreciate my work it's mm-hmm. like bro, best feeling in the world damn yeah. well let's keep talking about the music your latest project never before it's a very solid fun eight track tape uh what it came out two weeks three weeks ago shit probably about a month now a month at this point yeah, probably okay. about a month um, I really I, I like the beat switch. Just as a side note, I like the beat switch on Interlude with Zelly. I, I, <laughs> I was it. like legitimately like, Ooh, shit. oh shit, <laughs> oh shit, something happened there. Oh god, bro, um, thank you. That's how hard. long were you working on uh, on this project? So honestly, like, I wasn't planning on really doing this project. Like, this project wasn't an idea, and I was like, oh yeah, I'm about to record an EP. I really been trying to record my album mm. since I started making music, like. And then I was just like, it's a little too early for an album. So like all the songs that I was working on for the album or whatever, I was like, I'm about to just pick the best eight 
put them on an EP and see what happened type shit. Like, yeah. that's lucky how it came about. It was just kind of some random shit. And I felt like I needed to have another project out from the first one I ever did. Type right. Shit. And I was like, bruh, yeah, it's time. You have Project <laughs> X and then Paradise, which is like the little five song. Yeah, little five song. Little oh, five you song really that. tapped in, bro. Oh, God, I didn't I even my, know. I slept on you, I bro. I did my research, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And then Never Before, too. So, I and one thing I... Uh, I, well, before I get into that question, are you recording these songs in Ohio or is it more like out west when you go Bro, to meet up with other people? The, like when I tell you that those songs are that I recorded everywhere, bro, like L.A., here, Arizona in my friend's kitchen, in my basement, just anywhere I could set my like equipment up and record it, I was yeah. recording that shit. Yeah. Or it was with my like first engineer that I really like started working, working with Source mm-hmm. and Kent. Like that was really it. But a lot of that shit was just all over the place, bro. Just anywhere I could sit down and record that, I was just getting that shit done. Yeah. Oh God. That's the that's the wave nowadays though. But you just know? Say, like everybody I damn near meet that's like making music, at least in my style and genre shit, like everybody just records themselves. Like they pull up their template and just go yeah. crazy wherever they can. I I kinda love that though, that like anybody like if you really want to record yourself, like it's so many resources out there that you can learn how to do it yourself. Yeah, like just go on YouTube and you can damn near learn how to do anything. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Like, and honestly, I like recording myself and shit because I feel like like if I were to pay for some studio time or like set a time for me to record, I get there and it's like, I feel forced to like record. Like you got this till 10.30. You feel me like, type shit. You gotta like, do something. Like sometimes that. like a producer send me a beat in the middle of the night or some shit and it's like, Oh, I like this right now. I'm trying to get on this bitch right now. Are you feel me? Like, so I just fuck it. I'm about to pull my shit up. Like I've never really thought about shit. it like that. Like you just get like it's it's such a in it's, the moment it's like, thing. It's like creatively, like you can just you feel me? It's just like I'm not put in a box of mm-hmm. like feel me. I just hate being timed, low key. Yeah. I don't know why. I just hate being timed. So it's like if I can just get in and just do that shit on my own, I feel like I make my best shit. Yeah. Um Oh, keeping on the the project here, you have three features on the album, and they all seem very purposefully picked. Yeah. Zelly Ocho, podcast alumni, you already know. Yes, sir. Suave and PNB Rock. Uh, what kind of relationship do you have with these guys? I, I want to get more into the K Suave link up, uh, but but Zelly and PNB Rock, like, tell me tell me what it's like with those guys. Fucking Zelly, like. That's my nigga. Like, every time I see Zelly, like, he just show love and he just be on some cool, genuine shit. And, like, mm-hmm. his music's obviously hard as fuck. It was like, I gotta have my nigga Zelly on that bitch. Yeah, you feel me? It was yeah. like, I'm not dropping this project if Zelly's not on that bitch. Yeah. And the song that I got him on interlude, like, that song Just Cuz was a song that been out. Like, it was on my SoundCloud, like, for six months. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I feel like this song, like, really could be fire. Like, I feel like I just needed it to like reach its potential mm-hmm. and just the beat and shit. I'm like, Zelly, <laughs> you feel yeah, me? I was yeah. like, Zelly, I just had to be Zelly. Well, that's what was, okay. So like when I was listening to Interlude, like the first half is kind of slower and I see it's featuring Zelly and I'm like, I, I, I'm really, in my mind, I'm seriously like, like I don't really here? know like what this is gonna sound like. I have no idea. And then we get the beat switch and I was like, Oh, I see what's Feel going me. on here now. And he went crazy. He spazzed he did, on his voice. Honestly, like, out of all of the features that I got this far, that's my favorite one. I yeah. was like, he spazzed, and it sounded clean as fuck. Like, 
I damn near felt like he shitted on me on that bitch. I was like, damn, like that nigga ripped that bitch. That shit was hard, bro. Appreciate Zelly for that, real nigga. Isn't that kind of what you want when you get a feature from somebody? Don't you want them? I mean, you don't want them to shit on you, but like, you want some competition, yeah, though, a little on bit, God. right? Yeah, literally, yeah. Like, I don't know. I just less um less more like competition type thing. I just want it to be a good song. Like, mm-hmm. you feel me? Like, I done got features from before from bigger artists and shit like that, and it just felt like. Nigga, you ain't even put no effort in this bitch. Like, I just want some effort. Like, even if it's not your best verse, if I can tell, like, you actually tried on that bitch, yeah. I'm fucking with that vibe. You feel For me? Sure. Like, it's less, like, more of me, like, oh, yeah, I want you to do better. I'm trying to do better than that nigga shit. Just, like, on some what sounds best. I don't right. really give a fuck. You feel yeah. me? Like, I ain't in no race or nothing with nobody or nothing like that. You're not in a race with anybody? What do you, what do you mean by that? Like, like on some, like, I feel like I'm better than you, so I'm gonna do a song with you and try to shit on you so everybody know I'm better than you type shit. Yeah. I'm on yeah. some just like, let's rock out and make good music shit. You feel me? Like, yeah, yeah. A lot of people I be feeling like have be on some like envious shit out mm-hmm. here. Like, I don't be trying to be on none of that. Like, I damn near gotta be cool as fuck with you before we even make a song type shit. Like, I won't even do a song with just a random nigga just cause yeah. for some clout or nothing like that. And you can usually tell. Mm-hmm. when that happens when mm-hmm. like it's like a 10 10 song project and it's like two features from like lesser known people and then it's one real random like big ass feature like you definitely paid for that yeah feature, like, like you know pay, which is okay pay, which is okay yeah, nothing say, wrong like, there's with nothing that. wrong with paying nothing for features honestly there's nothing wrong with paying for features but it's just like awesome some of them do be a little outlandish, like, yeah. come on now. Like, yeah. You feel me? Like, yeah, whatever. And talk to me about PNB Rock. Like, he, we had Derek on the show, and Derek and PNB Rock uh, linked up. He was on the SoundCloud Days mixtape, and it sounds like PNB Rock is just really on his, like, new age AR. I'm not gonna like, lie. If PNB Rock was an AR for a label, bro. He would be like the best A and R ever. He knows like every underground artist, bro. Like I don't know a nigga that doesn't know rock, bro. Like <laughs> he done DM'd every rapper I know and tapped in with everybody I know, bro. And I didn't even know that at first because like he didn't hit me like that. Mm-hmm. I met him through tennis, like you know yeah. tennis boy Will. Like mm-hmm. tennis boy Will was rocking out with that nigga heavy and uh rock had flew him out to L.A. and I was like, damn nigga, I'm about to be out there soon. Like when I get out there, I'm gonna just come link with y'all. He was like, bet put up to the crib and I was just like that Derek nigga was there, I think, like, yeah. on some random shit. Like, he was just chilling in there. It was a whole bunch of other artists in there just working down there, like a content house type shit. I was like, well, I'm about to start kicking it over here. This Yo, shit tank. I love that. Shout out PNB Rock. Because I'm going to be honest, like, I can't say that I was a huge PNB Rock Me fan of his thing, music. Bro. Like, but he is really putting something together like for the underground and for artists like you and tennis boy will who are on the rise who have a little bit of traction just to to help out you know yeah, what bro. i mean like just push you some and like, like not even on some like give niggas call shit either like that nigga mm-hmm. like what i got from hanging out with them and shit was like that nigga just showed me a lot of shit in real life like that nigga showed me how to move like he showed me how to make money other ways like gave me advice on labels and shit like that. Like, mm-hmm. he was, like, really on some, like, help, like, shit. Like, I still be calling that nigga unto his day. Like, he a real nigga. Like, yeah. call him right now, he'll pick up. Type I saw he commented uh, on that snippet on your Instagram. He says, send me this Neff. <laughs> and I was like, damn, you don't just get to be called Neff. You just for no reason. Like, bro, I lived over there for, like, two months. 
So we were thugging okay, over in that I bitch, see, you feel I me? Like, so, yeah, like, people don't even know. We used to really, like, we really locked in. That's my guy. I appreciate everything he did for yeah. So let's talk about the K-Suave link up. I know you said that K-Suave basically just kind of took you under your wing, right? Mm. Or, or under his wing, rather. Um, give me the brief background, because I know you've said it in other interviews. Just give me the beef, brief background on how you uh, met up with Suave. Fucking... I was a fan of his music in high school. Mm-hmm. Fucking, Who, and he's also from Ohio. Also from Ohio. like, I watched my my cousin's first basketball game of his high school career. Like, he uh, played varsity as a freshman, all that good shit. So like, all of our family went, and it was against Suave and his brother and D Frieger, like on some weird shit. So like, this nigga was actively hooping, and then started rapping, and I was like, I'm actively hooping. And I was like, I'm trying to rap, so I was fucking with his shit. So I was like, damn, this shit hard. And then when I actually started rapping, started taking shit serious, I was like, bro, I gotta get a song with that nigga, mm-hmm. pay for a feature, feel me? And you see how you it see worked how out. It worked. That's what I'm saying. Paying for a feature, bro, is definitely not a bad thing. Like yeah. that shit can definitely work, but it's just about what you do with the feature and if you are able to build an actual relationship mm. with the artist when you buy a feature. Cause yeah. anybody can just send a nigga some bread for an open and just be like, whatever. Yeah. But like if you guys actually work, put together a good song, you know what I'm saying? Really tapping in. Shit, we was hanging out at the studio. Like that's really what it was. Like we were all just hanging out at the studio for like months while he was recording his album and then mm. It was just like, damn, we've been kicking it together for so long. Like, you feel me? You just know how it'd be after that. Yeah. Eventually, he just gave me a call and was like, I'm trying to help you out, bro. Yeah. Like, man. <laughs> what, is he, what does that mean, though? Like, what did he do to help you out? Is he just, is he telling you things? Is he putting you in certain rooms? It was just like, like so out the music I was making and that I still make was like some shit that sounds like some shit that he would make or sounds like some shit in his lane. Mm-hmm. And like when it was like put me on, it was more so like producers I was fucking with was calling me a case wild clone and shit like that. Niggas was saying the all producers of, were saying that to bro, you. My main producers that I work with now, I'm not gonna say who they are, but they know who they are. Like my intro to actually meeting them was my manager sending me a screen recording of their live and they're like yeah, East Bay Taser Swab clone. Like, da, 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 da. I'm like, damn, like these niggas on my ass. I was like, bro, what? They don't even know I fuck with, bro. Yeah. So then when he was like, yeah, bro, I'm gonna fuck with you. Like, you Slayer Academy, it was like a validation of like, all right, this bro, this gang, like uh-huh. the music he's making, like we fuck with it. It wasn't awesome. Like this nigga's trying to copy me. We ain't fucking with him. Shit. It was like right. embracing the fact that I was trying to help out the style of music he was making type yeah. of shit. Like that's really what it was. And just hanging out and just being like a bro, like a mentor, like, Mm-hmm. not even purposely being a mentor but just like you know what i'm saying you just hanging out i'm just watching the shit that he right. does as he goes up and just you know observing what I'm observing everything just yeah. sitting back like a fly on the wall just watching him record watching his work like all that good shit you feel yeah. me just really learning like that's what it really was like he just taught me a lot of shit like i feel like so many artists nowadays like more than ever and i would have to speak to like somebody who's making music you know back then or whatever but uh-huh. i feel like Artists now are like so much more supportive of each other, though. Yeah. Like, like K Swav taking you, like, he didn't have to do no, that. Not at I all. feel like people back then probably wouldn't be doing stuff like Bruh, that. You know? Yeah. Oh, God. And that's why Swav a real nigga. Like, that's why I let that nigga, like, that's my brother, like, for mm. real. Like, so, like, he didn't have to do that. He could have been on some weird shit, you feel me? But you feel me? He was a real nigga and was fucking with me. So, like, yeah. yeah. Back in the day, feel me niggas probably wouldn't have been on that like you feel me but yeah even now like niggas a lot of people really don't be on that now for real like you'll catch people but like 
honestly, a lot of niggas be hating on niggas. That I mean, it's also like that North Ohio yeah. connection too. Yeah, you know what like I'm saying? from the like, same place type shit. Like I fucking was playing basketball against his brother my whole life, like mm-hmm. type shit. Like we so was y'all all familiar. you, you all like, like basically already knew each other. If without you're a known damn near person around like the Akronish area, then like niggas know who you are. Yeah, you feel me? Like yeah, definitely. Um, and to, to even speak more on that, like the North Ohio thing, like look at Trippy, like look at look at how many people he's been putting on, how many people not even putting on, but just like helping out, giving opportunities, paving away. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like, like because he very well, like we, like I, I know that you know, and we as fans know, like. Trippy does not have to like do that shit. Fuck he's that. he's he's rich. He's got cars. He's got a house. This that yada yada. Uh-huh. Woo woo. He just signed a huge deal, right? Like Giant Trippy deals. does not have to come back to Akron to Cleveland, Canton, whatever, and like put on for people no, like that. Not at so all. it's just it's bro. like a beautiful thing, I think, to see. Honestly, bro, that nigga inspires so many people where we from bro like it's ridiculous yeah, like definitely. that speak on that a little bit speak on like what because trippy's basically the first person i don't not the first person out of like northeast ohio but in this era in this mm-hmm. generation he's the first person to come out of there and also one of the biggest the goats people. like one of like, the greatest like yeah oh god like undeniably one of the greatest like bro that nigga's catalog is crazy, bro. Mm. Like, he has good, timeless music, literally. Yeah. Like, I don't know, but fucking him being the first nigga to come out of there and do that, just like, there's so many people that try to rap now. Like, there wasn't nobody rapping yeah. in Ohio before that nigga. When he ra- started coming out doing all that shit, now everybody wanna rap. Like, you feel me? Like, this shit like that. And just being the first nigga to actually make like an impact, like, on the whole world, too. Like, yeah. hell yeah, like, nigga. I think about how many Trippy Red fans probably don't know that he's from Ohio or like from Kent. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I feel like I, I know that he reps, but like he's a global like Superstar. artist. You know what I'm saying? Like the Trippy Red fans over in fucking England and Germany and shit yeah. definitely have no fucking idea. But they know who Trippy Red is. Yeah, oh God. Like, but I feel like he does a great job of rapping that shit though. Mm-hmm. Like to the fullest, like he really do. 1400, like that's dead ass a street in Canton, Ohio. Like I go to school, I graduated from Canton McKinley. Mm-hmm. So like nigga, I'm on the way to school, I drive past that street. Nigga, you can go buy a 1400 shirt in Zoomies in the mall. It's people all over the world wearing fourteen hundred shirts, and they've never seen that street before in their life. You feel me? So like, he's definitely putting on like, even though they don't know, it's still you feel yeah, me? like it's still making an impact. Even it's if that they don't even liminal, that's yeah, subliminal, like, like like him just being fourteen hundred. You feel me? Like that's repping Ohio to the fullest. Like that's where and he's he, from. He that's like in a way like his artist tag like he gets people to yell mm-hmm. 1400 all across the world mm-hmm. and it's just it's a street in Canton. like the fucking just, street yeah that's just yeah. crazy uh you went out to la and stayed with him for a little bit or do you go like because well i asked that because zelly was talking about going out to to trippy's house whenever we had him uh, okay so here i wasn't in la and i and i really wasn't staying with him all like that we were in Miami, 
Mm. And Suave was in the process of getting his crib and shit like that. Okay. And we was just over there and shit here and there. Like in the like when we was waiting to get the house or waiting to move in and shit like that, we had crashed that trip sometime and shit like that. Mm. But it was on in Miami, like he got a big ass house out there now. Like I ain't even been over there yet, but I gotta go get my ricks about that bitch. <laughs> you left the ricks <laughs> in bro. Miami. No, bro, I left the ricks in that no. bitch, bro. So we were like one of the nights, like I said, we just crashed at his house or whatever. Like I was just tired, high in the middle of the night. I'm just walking over to the bed, but like the room I was sleeping in was like the room like where all of his shoes were, like boxes and boxes and boxes and boxes of shoes. Yeah. So like I wasn't thinking nothing of it because no movies or nothing like that had ever came in. So I just kicked my shoes off and jumped in the bed, tired, like. I woke up in the morning and it was just like five niggas in the room. I'm like, bro, what the fuck? I'm like, why is there so many niggas in here? I go back to sleep. I wake up and like everything in the room is gone. And I'm like, bro, what the fuck? And then they're like, oh yeah, we finna leave. I'm like, all right, man. I'm like walking to the door to get my shoes and shit. I'm like, bro, where the fuck is my race? Bro, I was like, oh, damn, no. bro, where's my race? They was like, bro, where you leaving, man? I'm like, I think I left him in the room. They're like, bro, with all the shoes in it. I'm like, yeah. They're like, bro, you fucking dumb as fuck. I'm like, damn, bro. So like, yeah. Bro, RIP to my ricks. Them bitches gone. Them bitches in his storage boxes somewhere. Oh my I DM that God. nigga like, hey, bro, like, can I get <laughs> hey, them bitches bro. back? If you, like, if you see a size 10 pair of ricks, no, uh, holla at I'm like, hey, bro, like, I left my ricks. Like, can I go through the storage and get them bitches? He was like, it's like 20 unopened boxes. You can look through them. <laughs> I was like, damn. I was like, man, I'm looking through all the bitches. I need the hoes back. Oh, God. I need the bitches back. That's crazy. You bro, left the I... Ricks at Trippy's house and the movers were just like, yep, yep. here we go. Bro, because there was like <laughs> was fucking like hella pairs of Ricks in there. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm yeah, sure. So I'm like, that was just an L on me. Like, I just did some fried shit. Like, I don't know. That's fucking amazing. <laughs> that shit was crazy, bro. Trippy, if you're seeing this, return the Ricks. Return the Ricks, Trippy. I'm coming to get them bitches. Oh God! <laughs> All right, bro. We we gotta we gotta get into something real serious here. Oh shit! What All does right. it mean to be heem, bro? What is it? Who's heem? Who isn't heem? Okay, I'm glad you asked this because this really needs to get cleared up. So boom, I I used to live in Arizona when I first moved from Ohio. I moved to Arizona. Okay, and I got a friend out there. His name is Shamar Morrow. Now we got a he got a crazy backstory to himself. You know the uh Netflix show uh Last Chance You? Yeah. He's about to be a star on the new season type shit. Like this Damn. nigga was like the number one basketball player in the country when we were little and shit, like coming up, like some shit happened. I was gonna say that name sounded familiar, yeah, low bro. key. Like he was like that. like he was like the first sixth grader to dunk in a game and shit like that. Like this nigga was going like on some weird random shit. Holy shit. And then like, you feel me? He got injured and shit in high school. Yeah, whatever. Like some shit happened. Then he went Juco to the mm-hmm. fucking school that just so happened to be the last chance you school. This nigga giving niggas buckets. But <laughs> like on some West Coast shit, like Heem is like some West Coast shit. Like they say that out there. Like right. Heem, da 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 So he would just be saying it and we would just be laughing. And then they say, you know, we just started saying that shit. You feel me? And then we would steal glasses out of gas stations and just wear them bitches. And we was like, 
nigga, I'm heen with these bitches on. <laughs> you feel me? Just like, I'm heen. Like, we was at this show with Suave. He had these glasses. I was like, put these bitches on. He put them on. We was like, you heen with these bitches? He like, what? We like, nigga, you heen. Like, and he just got to laughing. We like, bro, everybody think this shit funny as fuck. So we just got to saying it like, you heen, like, that's me, you that nigga. Like, you feel me? If it's okay. heen, you that nigga. Like, put on heen shades, like. You feel me? You that nigga when you got the shades on. So we just got to, you feel me, just spamming that, pushing it with the glasses. The yeah. glasses is really what, like, made it catch. The sunglasses tied it all like, together. And it's certain sunglasses, too. Like, it's just not glasses, bro. And this is the thing, too. They have to be a certain This is the kind. certain. Do you peep what I said? We used to go into the gas stations and steal the glasses. Yeah. That's what made them the heme shades, though. Mm. You don't just put glasses on and then call them heme shades, bro. Right. You go into that gas station. You put them glasses in your pocket, you get out of there with them bitches. And that's what certifies them as heme shades, bro. And when people got to seeing it, you feel me? They got to seeing the glasses without knowing the backstory is when it started fucking up. That's when everybody got to ruin it because it was like, nigga, them not heme shades for real. Like, even though them glasses is $1,000, like, not heme shades. Like, nigga, these is heme shades, you feel me? Like, and then the, the $20, like, like, baseball dad fucking glasses bro, yes, from the gas like, station, that's heme. Heme. But, but the $1,000, like, Dior glasses? No, like the Bottega, no, bro. Not, not heme. heme, bro. And then it was just was like, it's ruined. I got some, I got some heme glasses uh, in my collection Bro, honestly like like sometimes i be just seeing pictures of people or i just see people with the glasses on and shit like that and i just be like damn like they don't even know <laughs> like they really don't know or i'll just see somebody say it or something like that and i'll be like i feel like we didn't get the credit for that <laughs> like oh god i feel like we didn't get the credit for it but it's whatever we're gonna figure out some new shit i'm so glad you cleared that up because <laughs> when i was watching the like our generation music interview and y'all got the like there was like a, a section where kept talking about being heme and i was like all right bro like yeah like what's going on here because it, it's not just like a normal like bro. something or another like I, I see what's going on you now. feel me like i don't know but <laughs> i'm glad you cleared the air on that I had to clear the air on that one because that really got lost in the sauce all right let's 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 switch gears a little bit still on the music you said that lil wayne is your goat yeah and I'm not here to argue against you. I'm a huge Lil Wayne stan. I got no problem with it. I just want to hear why do you say Lil Wayne is your goat? He was popular in the 90s, mm -hmm. the 2000s, mm -hmm. the 2010s, mm -hmm. and the 20s. Yeah. That's four decades, right? Long You're that nigga for four decades. You're the goat. He put on Drake, who you can call the goat. <laughs> Who's one of the greatest female rappers of all time? Nicki Minaj, who you can call the GOAT. These people wouldn't be here if there wasn't no Wayne. Mm -hmm. Honestly, if there was no Wayne, there wouldn't be no thug. We all know that, right? That's facts. Okay. And if there wasn't no thug, there wouldn't be none of these people that give thug the credit. Mm -mm. Who honestly, they should have gave that credit to Wayne. That's how I feel. Honestly, that's, like, that was a very me? well stacked argument. Like, you really, you really went in on that, bro. Because right Lil Wayne is really that nigga. Like he just made some decisions and shit throughout his career that maybe were questionable on I some say so. on some as a human being shit. You feel uh -huh. me? But like music wise, greatest in my opinion. I remember having to defend him and like 
2014, 2015 of some people being like, I don't understand why people say Lil Wayne's good. Da, 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 da. I'm like, I'm like ah. yeah, you got I'm like, I'm like, Relax. before 2012, you cannot show me a Lil Wayne song, project, feature, whatever that wasn't. What's your, what's your favorite excellent. Lil Wayne project? No Ceilings. I love No Ceilings. Carter 2. Carter 2 is underrated, bro. Hustler's music is You want to know why, one. bro? Hit me. You can tell that nigga was hungry on that bitch. Yes, I agree. You can hear it in his voice. You feel me? Just in the in the, yeah, like, the grizzliness like, of like, it. Like that, like you could tell like he was like, yeah, like I'm finna be that nigga. Like, yeah. I'm, gonna, like I'm about to prove to everybody I'm that nigga shit. That's what I feel like. And like growing up, like when I was like old enough to like know what music is and be able to like be like, this Understand. is my favorite song. Yeah. That's when like that shit was. That's when my dad and my mom was playing and shit like that. And like yeah. when I would have like burnt CDs of music videos, nigga, like Fireman music video. And I shit was like about that, to say, like, dude, Fireman, like, nigga, Carter too. <laughs> Fireman is one of the craziest. Bro, low, my, the my, first my verse first, is one of the craziest. Bro, my first favorite song verses. ever is "Hit 'Em Up," and that's a diss. Like my first favorite song ever was a diss. <laughs> like, I was on some grimy <laughs> shit as a little nigga. <laughs> I felt like he was dissing a nigga on that bitch, and my parents said that he was dissing some nigga but i don't know if that shit got cleared up so i'm not gonna speak on that but that was my favorite song though <laughs> yeah Carter too is crazy you're right he's still hungry it's oh five so like he's already had success three. but he's not like he's not like lil wayne yet. you, you know me? what i mean he's not like the guy and then you get carter three and he's you, the greatest yeah, rapper alive after me, that like, my yeah, brother my brother's a little bit older than me so he bought and listened to the carter three when it came out and even though i was young i was still like this shit's crazy. Yeah. I don't know what this is, but I like it. But that shit was <laughs> crazy. Like, okay. what, actually, my first like musical memory, the first song I can ever remember in my mind is Go DJ by Lil Wayne. I remember bro, that's oh like God, one of the that's like first memories. Like, yeah. bro, you know how I'd be doing the versus battles shit? Uh-huh. Nobody's beating Wayne. Yo, I don't know Nobody who they Wayne. would even put against Lil Wayne, but... Like he's got, he has to have one of the greatest like versus discographies. Like, Think about how many songs. That's, he not, that's, that's what I'm saying. Bro. It would be it would be hard for somebody to be like, you can only do ten songs because he can really do fifty songs and get somebody fifty yeah, songs and fuck him up real. like bad as hell. For like real, Wayne that nigga. Though. I think they would have to do Drake or some shit. And that's like fucked up. It's like putting a a, a father against his son in damn, battle. You know damn what I'm near. saying? Like, but it's like. Who else? He's the only one who's gonna put something against them. Nobody. <laughs> All right, I have two more questions left. This might, this one right here, might be the most important thing I could ask you. Oh shit! It's not even really a question. I, I let's let's settle the debate, and I'll give you the open floor. What what's your case as to why you are the best rapper that hoops in the game right now? You were talking shit to me the other day. Give me your case, bro. A lot of rappers that I done seen are damn near short as fuck. First of all, I'm not short for real. I'm like a cool 6'2". <laughs> and like, I'm like freshly off of 18 years straight of hooping. You feel me? Like, mm -hmm. I ain't, I don't go to the gym every day and be, you feel me? Working on my, and I'm not like rich as fuck enough to be like, I'm bored today. I'm about to go train just cause I'm rich and bored. Like, yeah. no, but every time I touch a basketball, like it's still there. Mm. Like, Bobolamp, you my nigga, but we played one-on-one -on -one in the videos never coming out. 
I was, for a reason. I, I was gonna ask if <laughs> for, you if you wanted to reason. speak on the Bob Lane game, bro. Yeah, honestly, like I wasn't like destroying this nigga. Like I wasn't killing this nigga something crazy or nothing, but like Bob Lamb is a strong ass dude and he was like trying to back me down the whole game and shit. And like I wasn't going for none of that shit. You feel me? Like I wasn't going for none of that shit. If he ever would have dropped the clips, you'd be like, damn, why is they body hit this nigga like that? <laughs> <laughs> oh God, like I swear to God. So like I ain't gonna fake I pro you probably won't catch me playing anybody else again unless there's money involved. See, and I was gonna ask if you, you had me? to challenge somebody in a one v one, like who would it be? Yeah, Lil Dirk, because LeBron said that he's the best, and I don't fuck with that. And nigga, I ain't, I'm not gonna say that I know LeBron, but I've met LeBron enough for him to know my face. Like, don't ever say that again. He just probably don't know I rap. LeBron just probably don't know I rap. But if he was to ever know I rap, he probably would never say that. He'd have to. He'd have bro, to text I Dirk to and be like, ass, hey, bro, my fault, "No bro. cap, bro. We can call the trainer himself." I used to deadass be in training sessions, me, Bronny, and Chris Livingston. Chris Livingston just committed to Kentucky. He mm -hmm. was like a feel me, all American. We used to be at that bitch working. I used to be going at it with them niggas every day. Not every day, but like I had training sessions with them niggas like yeah. Bronna being that bitch watching type shit, nigga. Savannah being that bitch watching type shit. Like that ass. Like I really used to be going to work. Like, and you can go look up. If you were to ever find my real name out and look it up, you'll be like, this nigga got hella articles, nigga dropping 30 y'all type of shit. <laughs> just last year though, you feel me? Like yeah. I graduated 2021, two years ago. Like mm -hmm. nigga, that was just freshly, like I'm freshly off the court. I'm, yeah. I declined a D2 offer to rap. <laughs> you feel me? Do you regret your decision or are you happy Fuck with it? Fuck no. You happy with your decision? I'm totally happy with my decision. Honestly. That's good to hear. Like, cause I just feel like if it wasn't NBA, and it was just like, why am I doing this? <laughs> you feel me? And it was to a point up. where it was like, I'm not going to the NBA. Yeah. What the fuck am I about to do? I like, know a couple of college athletes who were like better than everybody else in their town. And then they get to college and it's like, all right, I got to make a real decision here. It's like, bro, like, am I am I just playing this because I like this game? Or am I just going to like hurt myself for four years? And, you feel me? You know, like, not go anywhere. Honestly, like, like, it's sad to say this, but a lot of kids dreams be like, I want to go D1. They go crazy in their town. They're the most known mm -hmm. athlete, all these accolades. They go D1. They make no impact at D1 and everybody forgets about them. Yeah. Like, nigga. Yeah. That shit be sad as fuck. Like, it is. It is sad. Shit, if you're not about to go out there and make an impact and go league and make some money and provide for your family, it's just mm -hmm. like, you just about to go bang yourself in the hell of niggas for four years to get a job yeah. like nigga, i'm cool on that <laughs> to go sell houses yeah like <laughs> you about to go agent. yeah be a lawyer or some shit which is cool there's nothing wrong with that yeah like, yeah nigga my little brother is a fucking football player and shit like that like he want to go d1 and shit i really hope he do like yeah that's there's nothing wrong with that but just for me like i just didn't want to be that nigga personally like i was cool <laughs> fair enough and, you, and you're happy with your decision and that's all that matters you feel me that's like all that matters and like it seems I, like it's been working out for you too so I so guess, that's good i'll be trying <laughs> <laughs> all right what is what is the last four months of 2022 looking like for you and what's 2023 looking like for east bay tay so honestly I be like thinking about shit like that all the time, but like I can never think that long term because life just be going so fast. Like I don't even know what's about to happen in three months, two months. Like, yeah, feel me? Like shit just be going and going and going. But what I just plan on doing is 
record my album forever no more like that's really what i'm standing on like i really want so you that got to be, something like, in mind that you're yeah, working on bro right the, now. the concept of my album was fucking some shit i thought of when i first started recording in 2020 type mm-hmm. shit like i was going through it with some girl or whatever and nigga i just was like forever no more been just posting that spamming it mm-hmm. done drop songs saying and all type of shit just like what is this what is this i wanted to be like this is my masterpiece here you go type shit so i just want to just keep recording and try to just build shit up for that honestly yeah. Yo, you, the way you answered that question, it was very Vlad of you. You said, I don't know what's going to happen in two months, three months. It happens in the moment. Yeah, yeah, like. It's big Vlad. Bro. <laughs> big Vlad oh, right God, there. Like, it just be going, <laughs> bro. But forever no more. Yeah, that's just my shit. That's what I'm working on. Got it tatted on my neck. <laughs> Is that what the tat? I couldn't see it the other oh, day. God. Okay. It's that, stamped. It's coming. It's coming. That's <laughs> that's how you know that a motherfucker ain't lying about dropping their album. Oh, you got to tat it on you. It's coming. You got to drop it. You got to drop it. It's coming. But that's it, bro. I was going to say, you got anything else? Any any Anything else you, you want to get off your chest Man, before we get out of here? Honestly, nah. But... I appreciate you guys though because yeah. y'all are actually some cool ass niggas like i fuck with everybody on your team that i met honestly like appreciate y'all that. niggas is cool as fuck i definitely spin back and i definitely would recommend anybody to come fuck with y'all because y'all goats feel me hey you heard the man you heard the <laughs> you man feel me Oh, I wanna, shout out Soul Serum. Yo, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Soul Serum if you want to be like East Bay Tay and come link with us. I you can't guarantee me? it, but it's a possibility. It's possible. Uh, subscribe to us on YouTube, the main page, the TV page. If you're watching this video and you're not subscribed to the TV page, what the fuck are you yeah. doing? What the fuck are you doing, nigga? Follow us on TikTok. Uh, we stream your music every Thursday on Twitch at 730. Where can they find you at on the internet, Tay? You can find me at East Bay Tay. Damn near everywhere. And that's it. Beautiful. Thank you all so much for listening, for watching. As always, I'm your host, Clay Bonin. East Bay Tay, man. Yes, sir. And we'll see y'all next week. Deuces. Deuces.